Hey, Christian coaches and entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Sales Strategies for Christian Coaches podcast. You're probably here because you want to build a highly impactful and financially successful business. From time to time, though, you might feel derailed by fears or confusion around sales, business model, and pricing, or not knowing what strategy to act upon next for your coaching business. I'm Justin Janowski, the founder of Faith to Influence, and when I was a new coach, I had fears around some of those same topics. Fortunately, God delivered through my business and blessed us with over 250K in revenue in year one and over a million dollars in our first three years in business. Throughout that time, I solved some of those challenges and I want to bring the solutions to you. In this podcast, we'll give you real tools and wisdom to help you develop a high integrity, high converting sales strategy to elevate your mindset around sales, money and business and help you design and price your ideal business model. This is going to be a lot of fun. Let's grow together. Hey there, friends. Thanks for joining us today to listen to the podcast. If you've been with us, we are finally at the sixth part of our six-part series on passive prospecting, how to create easy and natural deal flow, opportunities, open doors, relationships, referrals, etc. How can we have business coming to us over time? Now, I'll give the same, the same caveat I've given many times throughout this series, which is that I believe in active prospecting. I believe in pursuing business. I believe in real action to get on sales calls, to open doors, to create opportunities, to ask for referrals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's so nice if we work hard over a period of months and years to create a scenario in which business just comes to us and it just feels easier. And so that's what we've been talking about in the series. One of the ideas, the first one was preparation, how to prepare an important skill set and important aspects of your character over time. That skill set and your character make you referable. It makes it easy for people to find you and want to do business with you. The second P of passive prospecting was plenty. It's recognizing how much you have in abundance and giving generously of yourself and the way you show up for people in your time, the way that you serve, the way you give financially to your church and tithe. God calls us to do that. He will reward us. Talks about it in Malachi. See if I don't overflow the storehouse when you give me your first and your best. And then we talked about prayer, the third P, and asking specifically for what we want and bringing God into our business, praying for sales, praying for growth, praying for impact. And then we talked in our fourth P about passion, doing what you love and sharing about it with enthusiasm. We have to love the work that we're doing. We have to design our business model in such a way that it's fun for us. And we want to get up and do this every day. The fifth P was last week and it's placement. It's about being in the right environments, placing yourself in community and environments with other people who are ideal relationships for you to be engaging with. Relationships are so important. The old idea that our network is our net worth carries a lot of truth, a lot of weight, a lot of reality in it. People want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. How can you insert yourself in the right environments, the right communities to be connected with influencers, with leaders, with the kinds of people who may make referrals for you, with the kinds of people who fit in your target audience, and so on. Super important. 
And that brings us to today's lesson. Today's lesson is going to be a pretty easy one to wrap this up. It's easy and simple, and it's also really important. The final P of passive prospecting is point. It's being able to get to the point of what you do easily, succinctly, clearly. If people are confused about what you do as a coach or who you help, it's going to be really difficult for them to hire you as a coach, for them to pursue you as a coach. It's going to be difficult for them to refer people to you. Business will never find you easily if what you do is lacking clarity. And so what we want to do is we want to take all the things that you might be able to do as a coach and we want to narrow in to a very specific and clear and succinct and simple mission statement that helps people immediately understand when they hear what we do, whether or not we're the right coach for them, who specifically we work with, and what specifically we help those people accomplish. It should be so clear that the moment somebody hears what we do, they can think of people who this would be a fit for. The moment someone hears what we do, they can evaluate in that moment if it sounds like something that is for them. And it also helps us become known for something. So for me, when we think about what I do at Faith to Influence, my mission statement, and we have a, an entire podcast episode on developing your mission statement, so feel free to go back to that. It's called Mission Statement and Ideal Target Market, I think it is, or Mission Statement and Ideal Target client, something along those lines. So feel free to check that out. However, the simple version of it is this. I help blank do blank so that blank. If you're a note taker, this is a great time to take notes. I help blank do blank so that blank. This is your mission statement. The first blank is who you work with. The second one is what you do for them. And the third one is why does it matter? And so my mission statement for Faith to Influence is I help Christian coaches optimize their business model, their pricing, and their sales strategies so that they can scale their income and scale their impact. The Christian coach piece is succinct and to the point and easy to understand for my audience. My audience hears that language, Christian coach, they know if it's for them or not. The second piece is what I do. I help them optimize their business models, their pricing, and their sales strategies. Very clear. Very clear in, in speaking to pain points to my audience that they have. Clear problems that I'm going to help solve. So I know that some of my people who hear what I do in one way or another from a friend or from me speaking or me getting a chance to introduce myself somewhere or in my bio or on my website or on a social media post, whatever it is, some of those Christian coaches who are going to hear about me hear that I help with optimization of their business model. And that's going to be a, a key point for them. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, I need help with my business model. I don't know how to design this business. I've never done this before. Or my business design that I'm working on right now isn't quite working. And that's going to draw them to me. For others, it's pricing because there's an issue around money. They're not charging enough. They're scared to charge the right price or they're just kind of lost at what to charge. And the third piece of it is that we help them optimize their sales strategies. And sales is a key, key pain point 
for so many of my prospects, community and clients, because it's something that they maybe haven't done before, or maybe they have some old stories about, maybe they don't like sales or think they like sales. Maybe it stresses them out to even think about it. And if nothing else, maybe they're just not making enough sales yet. They're not closing at a high enough percentage to really grow their business and have the income and the impact that they want. And so if that's a pain point for my audience, they immediately know that it is and they're willing to make a referral. Uh, a, a woman who's been in our community for years and has done a few different things with us, but hasn't been like a primary client in our main coach's mastermind, knows specifically enough about what we do that last week she referred me to her dad who decided he wanted to start a coaching business. And because he wanted to start a coaching business and this community member was really clear on what I do, she knew when her dad came to her with this desire, this idea, and the problems he was facing in fulfilling this vision, she knew exactly who to refer him to. And it was me. And we got a call last week and it, there was a really great opportunity. And, and he's going to be in our sales school. He's going to do some one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's a really big deal for our business. I'm really grateful for the opportunity to work with him. And I'm so grateful to my friend, client, and community member for making that referral. But I made it easier for her to make that referral because she understood the point of what I do. She knew my mission statement. And so I came to mind first when somebody was trying to solve a problem. That's very clearly the problem that I solve. Are you that clear yet in your mission statement? And if not, are you ready to become that clear? People should be able to hear what you do and know if it's for them or not. Hear somebody share a problem with them and recognize, oh my gosh, you know who you need to talk to is my friend Mark. He does that. Or my friend Laura, she does this. Or my friend Pressy, he does this. They should be able to so clearly introduce you when they recognize somebody who has the problem that you solve. And how do we do that? Not only by succinctly and clearly communicating what we do with a point, but communicating it persistently again and again and again and again and again in a very similar language pattern over and over and over and over so that we can become known for something. Now, if you want to really talk about point, what's the point of that mission statement? Like what's the very narrow point of the mission statement that I shared about faith to influence? sales. If there was one word, if I was going to break it down to one word, it's sales. And I want to be known for sales. And so what I'm going to have everywhere in my profiles, in my bios, on my website is that word sales. I'm oftentimes going to associate it with high integrity sales, high integrity, high conversion sales. I'm looking at my Facebook profile right now. It says proud husband and father helping Christian entrepreneurs master high integrity sales. My uh, links that you can find on my Facebook profile are to our podcast, which is called Sales Strategies for Christian Coaches. We also have a Facebook group called Sales Training for Christian Coaches. We've got a URL to our challenge called salesisgood.com. We've got a URL to our 10-step free PDF. This is our lead magnet. It is good sales PDF. Dot com. There's that word sales again and again and again. I've been specifically going on podcasts and really narrowing in what I'm going to talk about on podcasts. It's going to be sales in one form or another again and again and again. So I become known for that. I made a post earlier today about 
uh, the Better Than Rich podcast that Andrew Biggs and Mike Abramowitz run. And they had me on as a guest. And I said, I had the pleasure of discussing high integrity, high conversion sales on the Better Than Rich podcast today. Check this out, so on and so on. I continue to go, but sales is right at the beginning. I was on another podcast episode over the weekend uh, with Joseph Warren. He has a podcast called Your First 100K. And it's a top 100 uh, entrepreneurs podcast. And I was uh, really delighted to be a guest on the show. And what I shared about it is learn how to make your sales calls feel simple, not sleazy. So this is packaged in slightly different ways. You look at last week, I was a guest for Summer Days Mastermind. I spoke with them and I said, we talked about sales mindset, how to open a sales call how to make your offer, how to respond to objections, among other things. So I'm promoting that I'm helping people with sales. I'm sharing about sales all the time. That is it. That is the point of what I do. And when I'm going to be introduced at a higher level or tell somebody what I do or give you like the intro and the opening of this podcast, I'm going to give a little bit more context to help with business models and pricing things like that as well. But again, what am I known for? Sales. I had a, a friend reach out who's not a coach. He's in financial services, but he is a Christian entrepreneur running his own financial practice. And he reached out last month and said, man, I really need help with sales. I know you're the best at this. And I struggle with sales. I'm really good at the financial part of my job, but I need to get better at sales. And he reached out to me and we, we did a one-on-one coaching deal for over $10,000 for this year. And all of that was because sales has become the thing that I'm known for in the marketplace. He's not even my target market. And yet he reached out to receive help with this clear problem because he succinctly understood what I do, who I do it for. The Christian piece stuck out for him. And that was important along with that word sales. And so the question again for you is, what is your mission statement? I help blank, do blank so that blank. Is it very clear Will the right person, your target audience, your who, will they hear that mission statement and say, ooh, interesting, or oh, I might need help with that, or I might know someone who needs help with that? Or is it a little too fluffy for them to understand? Now listen, there can be a mission statement that's not super to the point, clear, common language, and it might still identify with your audience. Or maybe at the starting place that you're at in your coaching business, you can't get all the way to the point yet. You just need to work with a few people kind of in a more of a general capacity to find the point later. But eventually, ultimately, we really want to get to the point. And can you go even further to say if people are going to know you for one word, what would it be? Or a single phrase, what would it be? I think about Laura Neiser, one of the clients in our mastermind. I know her as for mindset. She's an exceptional mindset coach. She is the first person who comes to mind when I think about mindset. Mark Sievercrop, client in our mastermind. I know him for marketing. Marketing comes up. Mark comes up for me. Pressy Martinez. I know him for relationships. Like Christian faith-based relationships. If that comes up, he comes up. And I could give so many more examples of this. And, and you know, I, I think about a couple of clients that I'm working with, an amazing couple in the Bahamas, uh, Phil and Lynn. They work with Christian engaged and newly married couples to help them 
grow in their confidence in their forever relationship with one another by you know working through certain parts of their process. They've got a very clear mission statement. It's even more clear than what I just shared. And it's succinct and I understand it immediately. And when I'm thinking about a newlywed couple or an engaged Christian couple who wants a foundation for their marriage, I immediately am going to be thinking of Phil and Lynn. It's so clear. Let's all aim to be that clear. Let's aim to get to the point in what we do and be able to explain it with ease and simplicity, remove the fluffiness and get right into the heart of what we do. And then let's share it consistently, repeatedly. It can be packaged in slightly different ways, but the the heart of the message of what we do needs to be shared over and over and over and over and over again until we become known for it. That is going to create opportunity. It's going to open doors. It's going to make you referable. It's going to have people seeking you out to do work with you. I hope this has been helpful. I hope you've really enjoyed the entire Passive Prospecting content series, our six-part series. I've loved sharing these concepts with you. I think they're so interesting, so important, so fun, and they really help make sales a lot easier. God bless you. Have an amazing, amazing week. And God, I just, I, I genuinely pray that you support and serve and love the people listening to this podcast. I pray that you lift up, up their businesses, God, that you lift them up as leaders, that you help them grow in their confidence, even just a little bit, that mustard seed of faith, God, that we need to succeed. I pray that you give that extra bit of faith to all the listeners today. I pray that you help them to find the next one, two, or three simple steps they can take in their business to make real progress and get real results. God, I pray for sales. I pray that when they're on, uh, when they've got an opportunity to work with somebody and it's a fit, I pray that they can make it as easy as possible for the right people to say yes, that they can grow their impact, that they can serve their business, their families, their teams, their communities, their churches, their neighbors, the kingdom. I pray that as you bless us, we just become more and more of a blessing to others and that we give the glory all to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, subscribe to our podcast. And if you'd like a free copy of our 10-step sales process for Christian coaches, go to www.f2itribe.com slash free.